Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're We're lost lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I am Adam Busher and I'm joined as always by a very nice couple from Los Angeles, J.P. Russell. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Uh, uh, J.P., before we get started, I, I wanted to have some banter. Do you have any banter? No. No? Okay. Well, then I think we'll just move on, because I just wrote down banter here. That's the only thing I wrote. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, that works. That's, that, yeah. yeah. Check the box. Move on. Fuck it. <laughs> Today, we are talking about Raised by Another, the 10th episode of Season 1, and the 10th episode of Lost Overall. Our eccentric character is everyone's favorite $5 an hour fry cook, Claire Littleton. Raised by Another takes place on the 15th and 16th days after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. JP. Yes. Do you have a recap? I do. Let's hear it. Is this a second good Claire episode? Well, slap my ass and call me Lance. On the island, everyone is getting baby fever, especially Ethan. Claire struggles with an unknown assailant, her sanity, and with Charlie trying to probably bang her. I don't know. Hurley conducts the island census. Everyone better answer him or he might slap you with a hundred mango fine. You can actually be fined up to a hundred bucks for not filling out the census. So just do the goddamn thing. Yeah, fill the census out. Right. It's stupid, but it doesn't cost you anything. (laughs) In the before times, Claire actually has stuff to do. We find out Mm. who the baby daddy is. Mm. We instantly regret knowing that information. (laughs) We also meet Richard Mulkin, the world's best worst best psychic i don't know we're gonna talk about that (laughs) also saeed has a hurdy leg poor guy hey kate i love that sinking feeling too but now i'm in my 30s so i just live with an internal sinking feeling that consumes every moment of my waking consciousness bitch you gonna raise that baby lost (laughs) Uh, lordy adam we have a guest hi i am so excited who is it? <laughs> Welcome back to the show, your friend and mine, Patty. Hi. Yeah. Welcome back, Patty. Thanks for having me. <laughs> good to, good to have you a... back. This is, this is, the, this is the, uh, the hat trick, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm a favorite now. <laughs> and we're finally recording Patty's episode <laughs> that she intended to record. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Due, due to a minor communication uh, issue during our uh, Patty's last appearance, which she came in uh, and pinch hit for a previous guest. Yeah. Had to... Had the actor's nightmare. <laughs> I didn't actually watch the episode <laughs> we're going to talk about. <laughs> wow, Carter, what are you talking about? I didn't watch that. <laughs> I was like, I could, I could fuck around with this. I could do, I no. To your credit, you were like, I mean, fuck it, we can still talk about it. I, would, I won't have much to contribute, but I'm true. in. <laughs> you should have seen me. I was like setting up flares in the corner. No one's looking at me. I haven't watched. <laughs> Hi, I haven't watched it. <laughs> But it's we, okay. I'm ready now. We may do it. So actually, this, that episode <laughs> aired, will have aired several months ago when this airs, yeah. but we just recorded it like three weeks <laughs> A couple ago. weeks ago. So I feel like there's not a huge point to asking you what you've been watching. No, 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 no. But you ready? if you do have something new, let's hear it. No, I don't have something new. I finished Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. <gasps> yeah. 
was wow. so How was it? fucking good. Um, okay, so um, last time I said meth is hard. It's not just meth is hard. It's the meth business yes. is hard. It's it's a killer. <laughs> I mean, capitalism ruins everything. If it people really were just bartering does. and exchanging meth for you know like favors and like, I mean, they would have helped a, you know a cancer you know patient yeah. out, mm-hmm. and he would have just gotten money for his family, <laughs> and it would have just been so simple. And then he wouldn't have exploded people's faces off. Yeah, but, like Breaking Bad doesn't happen in Canada because he's just exactly. like I need to go to the doctor. There you and go. Like, yeah. Okay, Breaking Bad done. Yeah, if we would just have universal health care, Breaking Bad never would have happened in the first oh place. Capi- see, so the real bad guy is not Matthew's capitalism. Of course, every time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all want to talk about Lurst? Sure. Lurst. Let's Lurst, talk about yes. Lurst. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Raised by Another was originally aired on December 1st, 2004. It was written by Lynn E. Litt. Which sounds like a cartoon character's name. Sure does. Uh, and directed by Marita Grabiak. And edited by IP Daily. <laughs> there it is. There's the joke. There's the joke that I spent an hour looking for and then JP just stumbled upon. Fuck! <laughs> See yourself out. Uh, Lynn E. Litt wasn't actually with Lost for too long. She was a consulting producer from Tabula Rasa to Hearts and Minds, just 11 episodes. This is the oh. only episode that she wrote. Um, she did go okay. on to be a co-producer, co-executive producer of both Grey's Anatomy and NCIS New Orleans. So, I mean, she can write. Okay. She just probably wasn't a good fit for for Lost. There's a bit in the trivia about how she pushed really hard to have the uh, the dream sequence uh, at the beginning uh, Claire's dream to be shot in black and white and uh, they kept oh. being like you can't do that that's not like part that's of the lost blah, blah, blah. thing she like continued to push for it and they had to, they had to shut they her said down no. so. that's like a real film school fucking move to <laughs> <laughs> do the dream in black and white yeah. okay Marita Grabiak only directed this episode of Lost but otherwise is a pretty regular working television director um, she's done Alias uh, Angel uh, ER Law and Order SVU and then too much cooler show is Battlestar Galactica and Wonderfalls. Aha! That's good shit right there. We open with an eye. Drink. Drink. (laughs) And as we were talking about at the beginning of the recording here, I was watching old Chappelle show clips uh, specifically for (laughs) the audio of Chappelle going, baby's crying. Baby's crying. Baby's crying. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so uh, so Claire wakes up to the baby crying. Baby. She's not pregnant, which immediately tells us this must be a dream. Or she was faking because there's pregnant. no way you get a tummy that flat after having a baby. I'm sorry, it's just not. Yeah. It's not <laughs> she real. She's literally like on the plane with a pillow in her shirt, just like I'm pregnant. Everybody give me stuff. Yeah, the thing is, like I follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has two kids, yes. and she looks exactly the same. The same <laughs> exactly. No, it takes like, a lot of work to get there. But yeah. yeah, no, they can be done. I think. On our on our lost IG, we follow most of the cast, at least those who have Instagrams, and literally all of them look the exactly the of same. Of course, they yeah. and you know they all have the world's best skincare regimen, money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> helps with diet, exercise, nutrition. Yeah. Cosmetics, it's, it's so good. It's all so that good stuff. For you. That's the, one of the best things you can do for your skin is have money. Daniel Day Kim looks amazing, though. It, I mean, yeah. oh my I, God. I mean, that's I just mean, normal. But yeah, so she's not pregnant. No. Nope. So this is probably a dream. Um, the baby's crying. She doesn't know where the baby is. So she's looking for the sound. She's trying to find where the baby is. And so she heads out of the caves and out into the jungle. In my note is, she wakes up. She's not pregnant. You should just roll over, go back to bed, <laughs> and count your blessings. <laughs> not my problem. Oh. Well, that's, that's, that's when you nudge the other itself. person and say, it's your turn. Um, 
she's out in the jungle and she spies Locke. <gasps> mm, spooky jungle daddy. Doing some tarot. Yeah, the, the baby was your responsibility, but you gave it away. Everyone pays the price now. And he's got like crazy eyes. Yeah, and I, I said he had creepy like, eyes. eyes. And and this is where if the dream were shot in black and white, I don't think that that would hit as no. well because his eyes were no. one of them black and one of them white. I was like, come on, you're doing a thing here with the eyes. Like if this is black and white, it, that would blow I, it. Yeah, I don't think it would be as good. I mean, you probably still be able to tell that it did something to his eyes, but like, it's not, it it just, hit as well. I don't think it would have been as effective having that one dead void of an eye. Yeah, and then the one silky sort of like that milky blind, but I can see forever. No, sort it wouldn't of be eye. as creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so she bails because he's mean, and uh, <laughs> she finds a crib out in the jungle. It's got a little mobile with little oceanic mm-hmm. flight wing five. Yeah. That's so cute. That's really adorable. Bunch of blankets that she starts sort of rummaging through mm-hmm. to find. Blood. Bloody goo. Here's another thing about this. It would have been If it would have been black and white, that would have been hard to tell. Because yeah. even in color, I thought it was yeah. oil. <laughs> right. Demon blood. I was like, why is that oil? That's what like, it is. Oh, demon. it's probably blood. It's demon blood. Oh, now I'm just thinking about there will be blood, and I'm getting really excited. Don't be thick in front of me. <laughs> she wakes up screaming, as well, yeah. as well one should. Man, I got to give her props, because if you have to, like, let go and scream, it's not necessarily easy, And but she goes and goes yeah. and goes. And then it started Super making good. me think of um, that scene in Airplane where they just... <laughs> Smack and they're lining up to smack each woman who's yeah the hysterical yeah I'll handle this get a hold of yourself <laughs> just a fucking the, bat the, fucking, yeah the pipe and the boxing gloves somebody's got a gun like oh, yeah. so the fourth person just holding a ball yeah. that would have been really funny if she woke up screaming and Charlie's like no I got it and the Jack's like oh, let me handle this call <laughs> or she should have decked Charlie and I would have been much happier with that outcome and Charlie's gonna be expecting it he used he's used to women waking up and like, screaming next to him next and just screaming him. bloody yeah. murder so like you know it just <laughs> like Charlie you're not helping she obviously doesn't want you to touch her stop yeah. it yeah <laughs> uh, she, yeah. Her hands that's, are covered in blood. Yeah, that's pretty intense. And then that's the card lost. I, I'm pretty sure. Let, let me do some quick Googling here. Mm-hmm. Google, yeah, Google. whenever somebody's sleepwalking, you're just supposed to shake them awake. Yeah, that's always the, the right thing. <laughs> that's uh, this is the right thing. Yeah. Jack is tending to her wounds. Um, apparently, she had been clenching her fists so badly that she yeah. dug her nails into her palms. That's why like, the blood her was nails had to be really, really long to do that. I mean, aside yeah. from also being t- like, I'm like trying to do that right yeah, now, and I'm like, say, all three of us and you, the listener at home, squeeze your fists squeeze as your hard hands. as you can. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not going to gouge myself, right? I mean, unless I again super yeah. long nails. Yeah, yeah, I chew all my fingernails off. So like, and I would think I being would on an island thing. trying to survive, your nail growth isn't going to be good. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I suppose protein. they haven't been there that long. Right. Still low protein. I mean, like, it was, yeah. I mean, the boar. I don't know. Maybe somebody had nail clippers yeah. so they could. I'm sure they in. have nail clippers yeah. because it's by the razor and the hair clippers and the washing machine. All this stuff that prevents them from actually looking like a bunch of haggard ass well, islanders. You know, I, I travel with nail clippers. I'm sure there's some. I mean, luggage. listen, as a massage therapist, I had to keep my nails short for a very, very long time, and then it took like two to three weeks for them to get normal. Mm. And so for them to get even longer, like that takes like two months of growth. Yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I know everyone's different. No, I'm just looking at my nails. Yeah, he is. He needs a nail file. Okay, so Jack and Claire are having OBGYN talk. Uh, the most generic OBGYN conversation. How was your OBGYN? Good. It was good. It's fine. Good. It was horrible. That's why I kept seeing him. What kind of fucking answer were you expecting, Jack? 
it's really uncomfortable to lay with my legs up all the time, yeah. and then the ultrasound wand. No, it's fine. He's Whatever. my ex-boyfriend. Like yeah, he, not... he just knows the territory. So like... <laughs> knows the territory. <laughs> what are we getting here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at that vagina. Crack up with a <laughs> flashlight. Oh boy, gee. Oh. Uh, cut. Cut to a flashback. So this is our first in order Claire centric episode. Yeah. Um, yes. So this is this is just it. This is up front. This is, we're first learning about Claire and her deal. Like this is the part of Lost in which most of the flashbacks were still just kind of normal. Yeah. This this is the old right. This, this is this backstory here. Right. It's like so it's neat. I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's right. a good scene. Like yeah. everybody's freaking out. Uh, but trying to figure it out, her you're not very excited about her boyfriend. Like, it, like because I think of all the things that we've seen out of order, like, we know this is not going to end well. well. Sure, yeah. But he's also, but he does give you the idea that it could work. There is hope. Yeah, yeah. I, I did write down that, like, even, even if, like... He's not in the moment sincere. He's at least saying things that are comforting. Sure. Right. You know, yeah. he's right. not freaking out. He's not like, you got to get rid of this baby. He's like, hey, at the very least, I have to be supportive. So like if it, if maybe she decides later she doesn't want to keep the baby. But like I'm saying in the moment, like this is OK. Right. Like, right. We're, right. We're right. Good. right. And I'm like, you know what? That's. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little bit of a continuity error here. Mm-hmm. In our other Claire episode, Par Avion, mm-hmm. um, we talk or we, we see that Claire and her mom are in a car accident mm-hmm. and she has the black hair. Uh-huh. And right. then cut to the future when she's pregnant and has the blonde hair. Uh-huh. But in this scene, they talk about how like mom has already practically disowned her. Yeah. yeah, disowned her. So like, it, you know, the, the accident yeah. might not have happened. It might still yet happen. But like, there's something here missing with like locking in the exact moment in time with mom disowning her and yeah. this accident happening yeah, in yeah. pregnancy. That's like, uh, I don't know if the math checks out on this. Yeah, yeah there, there was sort of, a, yeah, maybe a lack of going back and looking what they had already Just written when brush they did. it under the rug. <laughs> Nobody has a thing. Like, we don't, we don't yeah. pay attention to details. They're, they're breaking Par Avion in their room and they're just like, have we done a Claire episode yet? Like, I don't think so. Let's give her let's black do, hair. Let's do whatever then. <laughs> <gasps> Jack's dad could be her dad. Uh, I love it. And one more thing, the line about, um, you know, these tests are wrong. Yes. What about like my uncle having testicular cancer? cancer. Like, he died. He died. Of it's it's good comedy. That's really it's funny. Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> These things aren't accurate. <laughs> what? This is- I love that he's trying to be supportive. He's, like, yeah. like and maybe it's wrong. Right. Okay, maybe it's right. Okay, whatever you want. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I, I do have to give him credit. Yes. Like, he's trying. He's being supportive. He's, he's being trying. supportive boyfriend. Of him. Cut to the beach. Jack, uh, Jack finds Kate just kind of staring out in the, the ocean. He has this line. Uh, this is... Uh, out of the ordinary, you're just standing still yeah. in the middle of the afternoon. It, you know, it's like a comment not only about what she's like literally doing, but like sort of what she's been doing in general is just like, yeah, she's always yeah. on the move. Just take it a quiet moment. Yeah. 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 Just like nice. standing in the sand and letting it, yeah. You're it, like, it's, oh. I, I still love doing that. It's, it's so it's fun. It's so relaxing. It's so I, I'm terrified of the ocean. I still like doing that. I've only like sand, swam in the ocean once. And you're like, oh God, it's infinite. I'm going to die. I, I, I've been That's in the ocean the more than one time, yeah. but like, it, I, I'm over no, it. No. We don't belong there. I have but, the same feeling in the bathtub. <laughs> Um, How big is that bathtub, JP? It's real small. I just have depth perception issues. Oh, um, okay, fair. 
<laughs> There's a line that Keith throws away about he's been gone for almost a week. I think they said Saeed's gone and he's been gone for a week and they're like, oh, he's fine. And they're so wrong. Like, we have the benefit of knowledge knowing that he's being the fucking poor man. Had to tortured by Rousseau. This, is, this episode is so fabulous for this whole conceit of your show right. because it's filling in so many holes. Jack also mentions during this that Claire's going to go into labor soon. Like, she has to at this point. Like, she's ready to pop, essentially. He brings it up and you're like, and? <laughs> like, Why are you telling me? Am I your nurse? Right. Am I your helper? Is right. it just because I'm a woman you're talking to? Right. There's a bunch in this episode that's like scenes that end weird or like interstitials that were necessary to be filmed, but they were placed very strangely. Mm. And this is one where they're just like, Claire's going to have the baby soon. Cut to next scene. I'm like, what? 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 Uh, <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Continue us to the jungle. Yeah. This is one of 95 scenes of Claire and Charlie talking in the jungle. About nothing. This episode. About nonsense. Yeah. Drinking some tea. Yeah. He just he brings us some tea. He's like, the only thing that separates us from the Yanks is tea. Mm, it's fuck like, you get off. tea? Shut up. Um, he's, he's like, mm-hmm. I could be your friend. Like, I'm trying to fuck. And she's oh, like, I am not having it. It was, my heart broke. <laughs> was, that was a hard scene. I've had those conversations many times. I like being your friend. Oh, Do you I, want to be more than the friend? <laughs> I, I, my heart did not break. No, I, was like, I just I was like, this is awkward. This is bad. That, that's how it's not going well. Yeah, I was just like, oh, eh. well, sorry, bud. I was like, he tried, and she's tried to be nice, take letting wh- him down. Take away again. I mean, you, you know, shoot your shot, whatever, but like, you know. Just because she's pregnant, she's not with somebody, doesn't mean she's going to scoop you up. Yeah, no, but in Charlie's mind, yeah, she's pregnant. He can't get her more pregnant. So <laughs> he can't fuck this up because somebody else already did. Yeah. Figuratively. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, your past relationship was really shitty. I'm not that bad, right? This early Charlie and Claire stuff, I'm just thinking back to like the first time that he met her and he was just like, oh, was your husband on the plane? It's like... He was trying to hit that so from the beginning. Th- so thick. Yeah. Just lay it on yeah. so thick. Exactly. She, see, she sees right through you, bro. Uh, cut to a flashback. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> we are going to get into some fucking shit here now, guys. Let's go, JP. What you got? So Claire and uh, her friend Ray Rachel are walking down the street. Which you had to look up on Lostpedia, I'm sure, because they never I say her name. Say, wow. <laughs> Did you get it from right, Lostpedia, yeah. JP? Maybe. <laughs> good, good, good job, sir. The acting, her performance is so bad, they had to like not use most of her takes and then ADR the lines in. So I was like, Who's, who is this? Do we have to deal with this person again in another episode? <laughs> we yeah. don't. Thank God. <laughs> Rachel takes Claire to what must be the only psychic in Australia. <laughs> because... yeah. In America, we're so used to the typical psychics at home being gypsy women of some sort. And, you know, gypsy's not even the right word to say anymore. Like, say, like a lot of times we see psychics are like a, a woman's game. There are older women. Yeah. yeah. Fucking with everybody. But not only Psychic is it interesting to, that it's a dude, but it's the it's the triumphant return slash debut of Richard Mulligan. <laughs> I, I have some fan mail here, Adam, Oh, uh, hope oh, you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Um, so a friend of the show, uh, Bonnie Bueno, and I were oh, talking Bible, yeah, about yeah. this. She she just had a quote that she wanted me to deliver about Richard Malkin. Yeah, yeah. He has a melty face. He was going to be a person, but then, <laughs> meh, and meh is the sound of a person's face melting. Yeah. Uh, she does not care for Richard Mulkin. Uh, thank you, friend of the show. <laughs> Yay, buddy. Big ups to Bonnie Boy. Thank you. Because, yeah, he is kind of, yeah, he is kind of a murr. He does. He's a little funny looking. This is an, uh, another instance, though, of um, pseudo 
spiritual or pseudo psychokinetic whatever the psychosphere people being good dudes not only does he do it isaac voluru did it they were like oh yeah. shit i'm gonna have some bad news for this person here's your money back right right so i mean all right all right so it kind of sells to me the audience member that oh shit this might be like a real lost psychic not like a scam artist they're sincere like it makes me the audience member maybe believe a little bit more in their powers or whatever you know well there's a lot of mystic weird shit that's happening with loss so maybe we have to go along with that he starts doing the reading mm. <laughs> when did you find out about the baby and I wrote bitch you're the psychic you tell me <laughs> um, but uh, he seems really uneasy yeah. and he gets yeah, scared he, he being like I, I can't do this reading and he gives her the money back and he's like please get the fuck out of my house yeah she's the creepy lady and she's like what did you see I saw me getting scared and you giving giving you your 20 bucks back you're giving so birth I, to the demon <laughs> cut back to the jungle Claire's being attacked uh, or is it a dream? Or was it a dream? Is it a dream? Yeah. Well, precisely, Patty. So, like, if this were, again, in black and white. And, then we and would the know. Gives like, away the trick. Yep, yeah. There's conflict. Yep. Right. The conflict on the island is, is Claire crazy or not? Yeah. So, like, if this were in black and white, the audience would instantly be like, well, it's not real. Right, it's it's all in her head. So, the fact that it's in color at least gives the audience something we're to guessing. ponder about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good. Anyways. Good fucking point. Jack and Michael and Ethan tend to Claire while Charlie oh, and her. Oh, shit. I what freaked up, out. I saw Ethan. I'm a creepy <laughs> motherfucker. We, of course, here on Lost and Lost have no, a benefit exactly. knowing that he's the bad guy. He's so bad. <laughs> Stay away from the pregnant woman. He looks creepy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's um, his natural creepy face. Just, like, sorry, William Mathiper, but like they made you look really creepy. I haven't seen you in anything else, but like you look so creepy in the show, and he's I hope you look not resting, as creepy in real life. It's a little, it's a <laughs> resting little creepy. Resting creep face? It's, he has resting creep. Wow. Jack, Michael, and Ethan are tending to Claire while Charlie and yeah. Hurley go out to look for the attacker. Yeah. Uh, because she's like, yeah. no, I was attacked. I got, he had a thing. He tried to stab me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he tried to hurt my baby. My baby. He's getting stabbed with a needle. Yep. Yeah, like a needle. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, she's very descriptive in the thing. And like, so like after Jack and Michael and does Michael even have any lines here? No. Like, he's just there. <laughs> I don't even remember Michael in it. And I rewatched it today. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely, I have a note that's Michael, and then no notes afterwards. Uh, yeah. No, um, no. So after they get her calmed down, Jack is exiting the caves. He heads out to the outside. I think he might head back to the beach or something. But he runs into Hurley, and Hurley's yeah. like, he's like, we looked all over, man. There's nothing. Like we didn't find the guy. Um, but he was like, oh, he was like, I was, I was searching with Scott and Steve. Steve. Who are they? Like, yes. And so he's got, <laughs> dude. I mean, we didn't even know each other. My name isn't Hurley. It's Hugo Reyes. Hurley's just a nickname I have, all right? Why? I'm not telling. The point is, we gotta find out who everyone is. Jorge Garcia. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> he just, he understands the assignment he every time. He really does. He has such good comedic timing he and really instinct, does. and it's Fuck it. Every word that comes out of his mouth is just gold. He 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 pitches the ideas like we got to figure out who we all are. We right. Gotta, we, we don't do know like who a, We got to do a census. We got to figure out who these people. We got to figure out who Scott and Steve is. We got to know more about each other. It's a problem solver. Right. It's a, and it's a safety thing. Yeah. 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 You have a brief shot of Charlie watching over Claire. Yeah, I'll stay the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, promise yeah. not to leave like the others do. Creepy, dude. Do you know what I'm saying? Just be like, hey. all the other men leave her. <laughs> 
Fucking no means no, dude. Just move on, Charlie. <laughs> so yeah, we cut to flashback. Oh, the setting up the new apartment. Drapes. To quote Noah B. Totsky from episode one of Lost on Lost. This is the scene where Thomas flames out. He can't. He can't He's come to the realization that this isn't actually going to work for him. Responsibility is hard. Yeah, exactly. Like responsibility sounded like a good idea until I actually was presented with having to be responsible, and now I think I would rather continue to be a painter. Yeah. The writers do a good job. They're like, all right, we have two and a half minutes to make the audience hate Thomas. Yes. Let's do it. Did. Let's and pull out go. every single card. He's drinking. He makes this her fall because she was mm. supposed to be in the Oh, yeah. He hill. accuses okay. her. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gaslights her. Un- unspokenly accuses her of trying to like trap him yeah. or whatever. How dare you? Yeah. It's the incel boogeyman, you know? Yep. It's yes. like, yep. yeah, it's the woman's fault. Yep. Yep. Always. He makes a quick slam about her daddy abandonment issues, just sort of yeah. uh, like a reference to the fact that dad's not around, whoever whoever her dad I wonder who be. that is. Uh, and then he fucking bails. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out, Thomas. You suck. You jerk. I don't think we see him anymore, right? No, I don't. Yep, we it. never that's see him again. Good. Cut to uh, the back to the beach. Um, It's the next morning. <laughs> Hurley's up. There he goes. Doing the sense. Hey, everyone. I'm going to start by talking to John Locke. How could this go wrong? He's going to say some insane shit. Did you find what you're looking for? What is he doing? I don't fucking know. He's pouring sand on He's the with it from with a, a shoe. Are, are we making like sand bay? Yeah, is that what's happening here? It looked like like almost like he was tanning. Maybe like he was. Oh, tanning maybe that's a hide it. That makes more sense. But what's with the shoe? Like he's right by the sand. He's standing he's on it. Can it's... literally scoop it up. No, it's John is very precise in his work, <laughs> and he's maybe he's figuring out that that one size seven shoe can hold like a half cup of sand. But he's being weird and Hurley's like doing his level best to just go, hey, I'm just trying to ask questions. Yeah, I mean, Locke's a little oddly sort of defensive about this. Like he, give, everybody, he gives Everybody, everybody is being defensive when Hurley's like, look, I'm just for the betterment of everyone. It's another situation in which like, it's when the raft burns and Locke comes out and he's like, why don't we have guards? Like there's people, it's like, Okay, I know you guys have only been here for 15 days, but like put safety procedures into place before you need them, not right, after. Right. Sure. Because what happens if you wait until after you need them to put the safety procedures in place? Fucking Steve or Scott got murdered. The oh. others just <laughs> infiltrate and steal your women. Some, I mean, somebody yeah. drowned. They're new at this, Adam. They're not good survivors. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, obviously, the best part about this is Harley because, like, as he's yeah. like, all right, good talk, John. <laughs> Good. See you yeah, later. That's, some, that's some insane shit you just said, my guy. Oh, my God, he and he just there. like pulls an extra aside. It's like I know I already, I, I already know I already talked I to you, but talk, I, I got, don't want to be by him. I just I got I gotta get out of this conversation. <laughs> he improved that according to Lost Pedia. I would believe it. Oh, so good. Jack and Charlie go to talk to Kate, mm-hmm. sort of filling her in on what's going on. Again, like, hey Kate, here's some information. You're not involved. At all, but here you go. Yeah. Like they could be telling this to anybody. Yes, it doesn't matter that it's Kate. Yeah. Well, and they still wanted to probably build a bond between Jack and I mean Kate. Yeah, that's in- what I th- instead of yeah. right instead of like we could put Sun in here. 
or yeah, or any other woman could be anybody but yeah oh, I mean, that's that's what they're trying to do is yeah. just like continue to build the relationship between the two mm. and it's just kind of yeah. she's like i don't care so like, yeah that sounds awesome or I'm awful not, that's whatever you're talking from, about for you i'm not running from the police it's great good job they have a conversation about like well okay so she says someone's attacking her but they're with like a needle but there's no mark in her mm-hmm. stomach this is all probably psychosomatic due yeah. to like stress of being here yeah. and being pregnant and all these things you know why, why would someone actually come in and attack her with all of us sleeping like right there, right. Right, right next to her yeah so this this is probably all in her head yeah jack doesn't think it, any of it adds up and charlie gets really defensive when he makes so that defensive. yeah point i mean it, yeah. Save you know, it's like it's a <laughs> sorry just like calm down charlie <laughs> hurley's out doing more census he talks to ethan lance Lance. Oh, you're not Lance. <laughs> Again, this had to be improv, right? He's like, where are you from? Ontario. Oh, Canada. I love the... All right, bye. <laughs> and I was waiting for Ethan B. I'm from Ontario, California. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. Because <laughs> that also would make sense for those of you that don't live in Los Angeles. Ontario we is a city Ontario. about uh, 60, 60, 70 miles mm-hmm. east here. So Far enough away. 40, I don't know. Do people from Los Angeles talk about anything other than Los Angeles? God, you two. Uh, <laughs> Well, it depends mean, if you're west of the 405 or not, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got him. Um, so good. You're so welcome. Um, but even, oh, Ethan almost looks like a normal guy. You're like, oh, he's friendly and he's gathering fucking mangoes. He made a mango basket. And he's happily asking, oh, what is this for? Why would you be yeah. asking? Oh, that's a great idea. He's doing exactly what everybody else should be doing because he's doing it so he looks normal. Yeah. He's doing the yeah. normal thing, whereas everybody else is acting weird. He's acting normal for a real human, but all the other survivors are off doing other bullshit and not doing the things they should be doing, so it's suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cut back to the cave. Jack's talking to Claire, Jack. trying to explain to her what he just explained to Kate and Charlie. Um, she's probably under a lot of stress. She should she should take this sedative that he's got. Set a give. Set, set a give. <laughs> set a give. Set a give. Sorry. Thank you, Patty. You're welcome. Jack actually has some decent bedside matter in this scene. He's being like, a very good doctor person. Uh, Jack's fine in this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does okay. <laughs> but uh, Claire's not having it. She has pretty much the same reaction. Charlie's just like, you don't believe me? This is horseshit. I'm out of here. She packs her shit and she's like, I'm going to the cut. I'm not staying. I'm not staying in here where people yeah. don't believe me. I actually now think that we didn't need that other scene with Jack, Kate, and Charlie. They just could have cut they, it. Because they just did it again yeah. right here. And yeah. we don't need any. Mattered. Right. We don't need Charlie's reaction. We just need. We know he cares for Claire. Yeah. Like We just need Claire's reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Again, there's weird pacing here because Charlie yeah. comes in and is like, what happened? We cut to yeah. Claire running through the jungle. We cut to a flashback. But then when later when Charlie meets up with Claire, he doesn't know what actually happened. So no. it's like, just yeah. this is strange. But. Anyways, we yeah. cut to a flashback. Yeah. Claire returns to v- talk to Richard Malkin. Um, she wants the rest of the reading. This time he's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm, I'm still I'm still scared, but like, oh, you know, it's, sure. Some good little like lost spooky shit, yeah. you know, like oh, I saw something blurry. Blurry's bad. Blurry's bad. Yeah. Sir, bad. He gives this really ominous reading about yeah. how like the baby's surrounded by danger, and you need to raise this child. If it's raised by anybody else, like bad things will happen. You need to for for the you know the child needs your goodness. All this like really like prophecy driven language it's spooky it's very spooky it's, it's very great. spooky time moves quickly in these in, within this flashback yeah. this flashback yeah. then flash forwards like through the commercial break to like 
months down the month, road. Months later, yeah, because she's yeah. so she's huge now. Yeah. And and Richard calls her <laughs> middle of the fucking night. He's like, uh, hey girl, you up? Uh. Yeah, no, I was in no no booty <laughs> call. <laughs> She's like, get in line. Right? You can tell like he's been calling her. She's like, you yeah. need to stop calling me in Please the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I have a plan. You need to listen to me. I, I just love that uh, she's like, you're calling again. Stop it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I get it. Goodbye. Yeah. Something yeah. bad's going to happen to you. Something bad's going to happen to you. <laughs> that was a good line. I like that. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen to you. Middle of the fucking night. <laughs> I can't sleep well. I'm fucking nine months pregnant. Oh, man. Come back to the jungle. Claire and Charlie are just en route to the beach. They're chatting about stuff, being pregnant. Yeah. yeah. It's it another pretty useless scene. It's useless in that it doesn't really advance. This is like, this is that sort of early season one generic character stuff that's creating the foundations for these relationships right. that end up right. being yeah. more down the okay, road. It's like fair. in season three, when we see Charlie and Claire palling around together after Aaron is born and, and they do have a genuine actual affection for themselves, it's born out of this awkward, weird Charlie and her like, why are you following me around? Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? But yeah, so that's what happens there. And then from there, uh, we cut to the beach. Charlie's on the job. Yep. On the job, pounding the pounding the sand, um, pounding the pavement, whatever. Uh, talking. Shannon's to, being a shit. Shannon and Boone, uh, just <sighs> in in rare form here, just being classic yeah. peak Shannon and oh, Boone. Ew. Fuck you two suck. But Boone actually had a good idea. He does. He does have a good idea. He's got a, a sort of weird Patriot Act joke, which is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, no, you're survivors on an island. This isn't widespread, inappropriate, and unconstitutional surveillance of American citizens by its right. own government. This is one dude trying to figure out if everybody who's here is actually supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> out of 46 right. people. So we all get to know who each other really are. Like, what's yeah. wrong with that? Stupid, self-righteous dickhead. Listen, oh. Shannon has this really indignant line about him then being a liberal. And listen, Shannon, as Fuck a off. leftist, I get it. I, I hate liberals, too. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> We're all a bunch of However, assholes. You know, and, 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 and I know people are capable of change, but hey, writers, uh, I, know, I know there's no way for you to know this. There's no way Boone wasn't at January 6th. Yes. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yep, 100%. <laughs> He's a trust fund, baby. He's uh, not a liberal. <laughs> when comfortable people are presented with the choice of socialism or fascism, they will take fascism, fascism. every time. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> But he had a good idea. Why don't why don't you just he did have a good idea. go get the manifest? Like it's right there. Stupid yeah. Sawyer. We we crossed off all the names of the dead people after the funeral. Right. Um like that should hypothetically be a representative list of the remaining forty six alive folks. Like, well, where is it? Uh he's like, guess who's got it? Yeah. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, yeah, and then we cut to the jungle. Uh, jungle. But I, th- I think this is my favorite scene of the episode. <laughs> I, I, if I were ever stranded on a desert island, I'd probably be dead within the first fifteen days. So like, yeah. But if I made it till day fifteen and I found a pair of sunglasses, it does not matter what they look like. You would be rocking the cat eyes. <laughs> I wear, I wear my pink. sunglasses all the time. Uh, yeah. One of my closest, dearest friends, JP Russell, said macular degeneration is the number one cause of eye loss in adult Americans. <laughs> um, I wear it my is. sunglasses when I go outside all the time. <laughs> I, I, I never go outside without my sunglasses. I don't do well with bright light in my face, so sunglasses are there. Great time management on the part of the writers since mm-hmm. this, this episode's pretty full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to get something from Sawyer. Sawyer yep. has all the stuff. We don't have time in the episode for a side quest, mm-hmm. so we need Hurley to be charming enough to just instantly get the thing and they fucking knock it out of the park. Dude, you need the fucking points. 
Yeah. Fucking nailed See, it. See, they cut the scene with Jack, Kate, and Charlie. We'd have had more time with Hurley and Sawyer. Mm-hmm. We don't need it because how Hurley delivers this is perfect. Smooth, yeah. And I, and I love this, too, because this is a parallel to... What we just saw in, with the con, yes. with the long con. <laughs> this yeah. is the worst con ever. Sawyer sucks at the beginning. <laughs> despite that, and despite his eventual growth, Hurley does have his back. Yeah. He is looking out for him. Dude, you need the points. Yeah. Like, you, uh, you're here. You're not going anywhere, so let's try not to yeah. ostracize you so you end up being murdered by the others or gored by a boar. Because, yeah, he, I mean, he, he charms him. He gets over, that manifest. over there in a brown suitcase. And and you can tell that Sawyer's like, I could try, you know, I could really be an I asshole could, right yeah. now. But he's trying his best. This is way outside the comfort zone of Hurley from, like, maybe two weeks ago when mm-hmm. the plane crashed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Game recognizes game. Have yep. this thing that means nothing to me. Yep. Now you owe me one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I'll stick this one in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> to the jungle from there. Claire and Charlie still moving around, but then Claire has a contraction question mark. That's what I wrote down. Charlie freaks out. (laughs) Accidentally confesses to her that he's a heroin drug addict. (laughs) I can get drugs. I can do this. What? Uh, Let me explain. (laughs) Well, and I just kicked the drugs within like a couple days ago, really. So I'm solid. I have a yeah. solid best, grasp on my recovery. I'm a be- I'm the best recovering addict ever. I see. I'm oh. easily the best recovering addict on the island. Oh, <laughs> oh Charlie. Instead of the sobriety um, tokens or chips or whatever, he's yeah. just got a different coconut for every day. <laughs> he's written out of a Sharpie. Three. Yeah. Four. So good. Um, she's like, go get Jax. Knock it off. Just you can't. Hurry I don't, care. I don't care if you can do it. There's a doctor. Yeah. You can go now. You can go. I'll be fine. He said something about we got to time the contractions, which I was like, damn, I didn't expect Charlie he, to know he that. He did a like, little internet research while on the island. Flashback. Um, Claire is setting up the adoption. Ooh, um, here she's we not are. listening to Malkin. She's like, fuck all that. I've got this very nice couple here who want a baby and they can have it. Basically, no return. They are super, like, I was uncomfortable. I was like, don't give your baby to these people. Like, no, it's, just, go it ahead seems get, bad. Go ahead and give the baby away. I don't care. But, like, not to no. these two. <laughs> and I love that she's like, well, do you sing whatever the song is? Yeah. And, oh. Uh, uh, just catch a star. Or yeah. Catch a star or whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, my dad used to sing to me. That's just really sweet. It's, like, kind of cool. Like, whatever. It's like, do you don't catch a star? No, I don't. Sign the fucking paper. <laughs> Enough small talk, lady. <laughs> yeah, I know the I know the, the lyrics to Catch a Falling Star. It's twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Sign the fucking paper. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was seeing in the guy's eyes as Claire and the Bitch, mom give me were your talking. baby. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, the pens don't work. Oh, I hate I, it when the pens don't work. This is see. This, this, it's aggravating. Um, it's a it's a nice pen. It does look like a nice pen. It's a but lawyer's pen, you know. It's like a big, but like. I mean, it's probably signing things all the time. That's probably why it doesn't work. It's just probably just a tired pen. Or maybe it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Richard Malkin was right. Richard. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, two, two pens don't work. And by the time we get to the third, she's like, you know what? I just, I can't do this. She bails. But she decides not to go through Smoke it. bomb. Yep. Exactly. Pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
she she goes back to the psychic and says, what's your offer? She leaves the lawyer's office and goes back to Malkin's house and be like, okay, what's your idea? Yeah, then we go to Charlie running through the woods and he jumps into, or bumps into Ethan. He's like, go get Jack. And Ethan's like, got it. <gasps> oh my God, um, I'll drop all these man. mangoes. <laughs> my mangoes. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be great. What could go <laughs> yeah. wrong? I'm sure, every, I'm sure Ethan will get Jack and everything. He looks fine. so trustworthy. Then we come back to the back to the flashback. These flashbacks in this current day stuff, it starts to ping pong a little bit closer to the end of the episode here. But yeah, Malkin's plan is he's he's got a couple. He's like, okay, if you're dead set on getting the baby away, I know a better baby couple. They're not going to eat them. They're, okay, yes, they're still coastal elites because they live in Los Angeles. and They're in Manhattan yeah. Beach, so but like, it's fine. Yeah, but they're probably not going to eat the baby. They're probably just going to feed it avocado toast and make it an insufferable 20-year-old who goes to... You know. I first saw they're going to move to Venice, so they're going to be west of the 405. It'll be totally fine. They'll be close to the beach. The weather down there is better than in the valley. Like, they're going to have plenty of space. And you got like, the marine have, layer. There's more. It's more spread out down there than it is like it, closer to mid city or up north. Exactly. Like, you know, awesome. I'm not participating in this bit. The Toyota Sports Center is right down there. You can watch <laughs> Kings practices. I was going to say something about Muscle Beach, but that was better. Anyways, <laughs> so he tells her about this couple. They're going to pay her $12,000, but she has to get on this very specific oh, very flight. Very specific. Yes. It, it, she's like, I can't yeah. go tomorrow. It's got to be this plane. It's got to be this flight. 6000 now, 6000 on delivery. It's all going to be fine. Trust me. I'm Flight psychic. 815. We cut back to the field where Claire is trying to recover from her, um, what we eventually find out is like a false labor or something like that. But so she's telling, she's explaining to him, you know, like the things that happened, how she got there, whatever. And it starts to dawn on the two of them. They have this idea that maybe there was no couple that Malkin was like, I'm right. going to put you on this doomed plane to make sure that you keep the baby. Maybe his gift right. is sincere and real. Charlie says, well, you know, I believe that the gift does exist yeah. and i really just wanted to see a little desmond head pop up Whoop, brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like what'd you say brother? Like, just brother. a quick cut to desmond in the hatch just re reading a book and like he looks he just like looks up he's like did i hear a little yeah. no uh, <laughs> no no hobbits are talking right now it's fine they've discussed you know oh yeah Claire, so claire's like the guy said it would be different and charlie's like well no maybe he knew all along and she's like oh my god he he knew exactly because he got me on the flight that he Put knew would be yeah. Yeah. make me yeah. stranded on an island where I would have to raise this baby. Yeah. yeah. Malcolm was convinced that I had to raise this baby, so he put me on the doomed flight. That seems a little drastic. <laughs> they just they just jump uh, it. I'm they sure make that conclusion. I, Richard Malkin, the psychic, am aware, am, am aware of a plane that will be leaving Sydney in just a day or two that is destined to crash into some sort of island hellhole in the South Pacific. She'll be great. I'm sure she'll be fine. <laughs> or maybe yeah. she think he thinks that they're all just going to die and it's better just to kill that baby and her lady. Sure. Oh, that's dark, Patty. I like uh, that. Thank you. <laughs> it happens every so often. Or I guess I just thought about this maybe because yeah. of Psyche, who's a, he just knew she would survive. I'm assuming that was what was Like if he would have thought, like he would have looked ahead and he's like, oh, she dies. Well, I guess I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, then I'm straight up murdering this woman. No, yeah. I don't. I think he probably went. It's a mystic island of bullshit. So. She'll be fine. Well, th there's that. Like, I, I believe in probably Lost Lord. That's exactly what it is because we, you know, he's he's a mystic and he's mm -hmm. tied to the island in, in some sense. But, like, yeah. from his point of view, like, either she's on this island with the baby and nobody else can raise it or she dies and no one else can raise the baby. Like, yeah. you know, so, yeah, maybe. Cut to a quick shot of Saeed running through the woods. This happened. 
And I was like, what? I was like, oh, right. Why is he so urgently running through the jungle? Well, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, why did we put this here? Because then it immediately cuts to Charlie and Claire um, recovering and make. And they're like, all right, I'm fine now. Let's head back to the caves. Yeah. And then we cut to the caves and uh, Saeed comes barreling in. And I was like, oh, it's an esta- that was an establishing shot so that when Saeed makes his entrance here, it's just, it's we got the, it's he appears. building. We get the him appearing out of nowhere earlier so it doesn't distract yeah. from his part. Right when he just pops yeah. out of nowhere. But yeah, she, he comes barreling in. He's like, my leg, I'm dehydrated. Uh. Fuck Every, my leg. Everything's weird. There, we're not alone. Yeah. We're, we're not, not alone. Yeah. We're not alone. I, yeah. I found her. I found her the French woman. We're not alone. Yeah. There's obviously more to unpack there. Like, okay, we're not. Well, yeah, we know about the French woman. Obviously. Yeah, relax, Sadie. And, and like, no, there's more. Then we see Hurley running and he runs into the cave with the manifest. Yep. <gasps> oh, we got a problem. We got a problem. <gasps> We've got a problem. <sighs> Who's not on the manifest? Ethan. Motherfucking Rom. 46 survivors, and we have 47 people. Cut to? Cut to. <gasps> Claire and Charlie run into Ethan it's, in the jungle. It's fucking creepy, Ethan. Wow. Um, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's uh, almost like it's an entirely different person. Yeah. That's how yeah. good of a job he yeah. does doing this sort of slack Faced, dead eye, eyelid open, yeah, blank stare into like I don't have to act anymore. Mm-mm. Come here, little girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's especially because like we have seen Ethan in little scenes before. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. If I was watching the show in order, dude, I'd be jumping up and down in the fucking <sighs> yes. living room, be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking so, about him again, mm-hmm. standing there. Yeah, um, he's just yeah, wonderfully really good. Yeah. ominous. Because then from here, then we go into the episode, some of the episodes we've seen where we see him being a super powered maniac in the rain, like choking Charlie. Just a and, like, monster. Take, like taking on like yeah. five people and almost yeah. like still winning. Like, ugh. yeah. Lost. Bam. Lost. Did we like it? Was it good? Patty, start I liked it. I thought it was good. Like, we're so prepared to, like, hate everybody, but there's something amazing about how they make these characters so hateable, and then you like them. (laughs) I don't fuck them for that. So, but um, we get all these great juicy morsels of, like, Hurley, and um, everyone's building the relationship. We see what's going on with Claire, so we actually understand her a little bit better Mm -hmm. so i'm not mad at it i really like it yeah jp what about you yes so i i did like this episode i've been struggling with whether or not it's good because Mm. all of the pieces are there i want them assembled in a slightly different order if that makes sense sure like i i love the flashback i love the spookiness i love how it ends Claire isn't too bad. Charlie's not terrible. But like, I don't know. Some of the dialogue in the scenes is just really boring, but it gets you from A to B. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it's a meh episode, but due to like how it was executed, I really liked it. So Adam? Yeah, I think I got to agree with both of you. I, I so enjoyed watching this. Is it good? It's better. I think it's better than average. I think it's better than sure. average. But yeah. I, it's certainly not. I don't think it's the, like, yeah. There, One of there's their some, favorites. There's some, there's some, yeah, there's just a couple of weird little things in there that stuck out odd for me. I thought the char- characterization of everybody being so hateful toward Hurley for mm-hmm. doing the sentence, I th- uh, census, I thought that was odd. I was like, some, yeah. people, some people would have been on board. Right. Just a couple. Like, no, like not everybody would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I feel like some. My privacy's being invaded. Right. I feel like somebody would have been yeah. like, 
oh, good idea, dude. But maybe that maybe that was all the the C tier survivors, like Scott and Steve, were like, yeah, no, I run a fucking thing, and like <laughs> Frogert was like, I run a Frogert thing. Like, so yeah, so yeah. save for those little weird kind of like things that are a little bit off. But again, I'll I'll forgive it too because it's early in there in the season. Right. Um. There's still I think there's still you know the writers room is still getting a handle on what they're doing themselves. So like so you know I I I really enjoyed it. Thumb, cool. Thumbs up for a maybe not great episode. Yeah. <laughs> but totally. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up anyway. All right. Well, then let's get into the end of the episode segments, baby. We are all, as always, going to start off with king or queen or non-gendered monarch of the island, the lost MVP. (laughs) Who... Who rocked the show here? Who who carried the who carried it? Who um who was the MVP? Patty. Hurley. 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 <sighs> Good answer. Boy. He's just helpy McHelperson. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's 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 a problem. He's gonna have a solution. He's gonna do the solution. He's not gonna pass it off. Mm-hmm. People are gonna treat him like shit, and yet he still gets the job done. No doubt. No it's doubt. JP. It's gotta be Richard Malkin, the psychic mm-hmm. man. Um, I, I love that he's got the fucking nuclear option. <laughs> Bitch, I'm gonna put you on a plane that crashes. <laughs> that is such a gangster move. Oh, this pregnant woman with this with this prophecy child that's so uh, precious to the world and so important uh oh you won't listen to my phone calls yeah get on this plane that is doomed i love it i love it it's such a gangster move richard you're the best the only thing that would have been more gangster is instead of him giving her six thousand dollars and saying you get six thousand more when you get there he'd been like yeah you get twelve thousand dollars when you get when you get there (laughs) would have saved himself some cash save himself six checks you know what i'm saying yep just win in the air literally Oh, <laughs> put it in a trust fund. <laughs> so good. Who's your MVP, Adam? Uh, yeah, Hurley. I mean, and to a larger extent, Jorge Garcia. Like yeah. he just, he plays the character so well in this, and um, <laughs> like the improv of the like talking to the background survivor as he walks away from Weirdo Lock within the episode. Hurley, uh, Hurley's got a lot of he goes a lot of places. He goes from like just like problem solving. He goes to terror. He goes to yeah. like being the brunt of bearing everybody's abuse about the census. Like it, he does a lot, and it's awesome, and he's good at all of it. And so Jorge Garcia. Ding rules. ding. <laughs> I yeah. I wish they did some kind of like flash forward where Hurley's doing a census. He's like a census. They flash back to him actually working for the census. Oh my god! Everybody's yelling at him, and he's like, "Cool, dude. Yeah. All right. How many people live here? A thousand. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'm just trying to do the right thing, dude. Oh. Uh, But for real, from earlier, the next time the census comes around, fill it out. Just do it. Just do that shit. It's it's important. It helps uh, get your local public schools the funding that they need. Yep. 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 It it, it could contribute to uh, more accurate redistricting of your of your uh, congressional districts and things like that. It's very important. It's important. It's important civic stuff. And if you ever decide to look up your ancestry, you can look up census records. Oh shit! There you go. There you go. That's a good one too, dude. I'm back on the census. Fucking rips, baby. Uh, lost forever. Yeah, other half Let's of the bit. Yeah, who sucked? Who who was? Uh, who's just an embarrassment? Who? <laughs> who an embarrassment. Who is just? You know, you look at them and you're just like, why? Why are you even here? Why are you wasting my time? We've only got 43 minutes. Why do we spend any of it talking to you? You fucking suck, Patty. How do you really feel? Who is your lost forever? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, the way you put it, Charlie, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but really, Ethan can go fucking take a long sure. walk off Shortbridge sure. right. or oh, whatever. Sure. Bad guy. Yep. 
That's yeah. an easy sure. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. JP, what do you think? Uh, obviously, it's the best friend, Rachel. Listen, uh, <laughs> bad acting aside... <laughs> You know, your friend is about to have a baby, who, mm. and she's already expressed concerns about sort of the stress of financial responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Let's have her spend her own money on a psychic. Okay? Yeah, she's you should be treating having... your friend to your psychic. Yep. Yeah. Right. She's yep. already having enough inner turmoil about the upcoming baby. She doesn't need another voice to weigh in right now, especially one that isn't really in her circle of trust. Rachel, here's an idea. How about you take that fucking money and start a savings account for the baby? You really, she's only you really making think $5 baby... an hour. Yeah. Right. You think the baby's going to be able to pay for college in this economy? Good Lord. Fucking <laughs> grow up you're right <laughs> fucking rachel adam fucking rachel. <laughs> just a good old punch and bag boon fucking keep your mouth shut pal like god <laughs> ever if you ever if you ever say a thing that i like fucking i will be i'll be surprised like I, I, yeah. I i i wish i i wish i was shannon so that i could be by him and just hit him in the head with a coconut every time he opened his mouth but he has a great idea in this episode and yeah. i hate the way he delivers it exactly such exactly a tool. he can't even do a good thing what did i say during the boot episode episode two he can't even die right <laughs> yeah he can't, yeah he had, a good, he had a good idea and he was a total shit heel about it oh, was, yeah fucking guy um i i like guy. that the absolute terrible baby daddy got a pass on this one because uh, there are worse people so, yeah thomas thomas you got lucky pal you're, you're lucky that you don't come back in another episode too He's, because it, you're fucking yeah. turn, you're you're up next in the barrel my man yes um, burning questions Let's do it. It sounds like JP's probably got JP, one. I think you have the most. <laughs> okay, so I was so excited once I realized that that was the same psychic. So I believe full on that in this episode that Richard Mulkin is truly a psychic. Like there's right. no way for him to know that the plane is going to crash, right? Like there, there's clearly no other couple. In the other episode where he shows up, he's a fraud. Trying to convince yeah, right? Echo that he's a con man, yeah. that this whole thing is a fake. Now, is he truly a psychic and he's trying to like double negative Echo into thinking that he's a fake, but how does that help Echo? I don't understand whether Richard Mulkin is a real psychic or not. Sure. In one episode, he's clearly a con man, and in one episode, he's clearly a psychic. Yeah. I looked up on Lostpedia. Apparently, he was supposed to be in more of the show, but the writers cut him out. In in the bits that that we have seen, he was cut out of. It sounded like he was supposed to be a true psychic, but like I I don't understand how he plays into the echo episode now. If he really is a true psychic, like what is his game in telling him that he's not? And I'm very confused by that. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Malkin's Lostpedia page right now. It says under his trivia that uh, Lindelof and Cuse both stated that they weren't interested in answering to the validity of his ability. Huh. But then they uh, they implied, they never flat out said, but they implied in a in a discussion, uh, a panel, something that they did, um, that he pr- that it probably he probably wasn't. Um, but then how does he get Claire on this flight? Right. What's right. the math? And why, putting, why would he want to get her on there? pregnant girl right. on a plane to Los Angeles. He keeps giving her the money back and calling her in the middle of the night. If he's right. a con man, he's doing why it is really he doing? bad. Yeah, because yeah, he's losing money. He's not gaining anything. Yeah. And if anything, he's just dra- drawing attention to himself by constantly giving her late night phone calls and like doing all this weird stuff. Like Creepy shit. I think writers like to be very, um, in general... They like to have fun with psychic characters where they show that they're charlatans and then they actually get their their sure. gift. 
You know, you think of like Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and Ghost. Oh, yeah. You think about uh, Emma Thompson's character in Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. Trelawney. Like, like oh, they sure, play sure. they play with the writers in general. It's like this archetype that happens, so sure. it, it helps further your plot. And yeah. I bet you that that's what they wanted him at first. But what that episode with Echo is second, third that's season, third season two or season, season three. It's, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we got a second. We can use them. Good point. Good point. It's a good question. They should have just did some more work there. They, they should yeah. have flushed They should have uh, consulted us. But yeah, that is raised by another. Mm-hmm. Hooray! We did it. I just want to make a quick trivia thing I wanted to mention. We've done the golf episode where they build the golf course. Mm-hmm. That apparently was supposed to come at a different point after Claire had been kidnapped and they changed it because the oh. writers thought that it would be weird if people were just playing golf like right after Claire. Yeah, that's a huge ticking clock that you're just gonna not care about, what, especially Charlie, yeah. not caring about Claire being kidnapped. Uh, Jorge, well, he is kidnapped. Yeah. Jorge Garcia mentioned that in an interview that he did, that it was uh, it was switched to make it make it oh. so that they weren't Good playing call. golf while Claire and Charlie yeah, were missing. Yeah, that makes call. sense. Good call. Because that would have been hilarious. Claire and Charlie go missing. It's like, we had to build a golf course. Oh, thank yeah. God they're gone. Let's hit the back nine. That's right. Oh, I would really enjoy the our golf The back nine game. months. Uh, hey. Nicely done. Patty. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Oh, JP, thanks for having me. Um, is there anything you want to plug, specifically like a cat that needs to get adopted? Well, if he's not adopted by December 7th. <laughs> Adopt us also. Fucking. Yeah, my roommate and I have brought in a feral kitty named uh, Ron Swanson because he has a fantastic set of whiskers that looks like uh, <laughs> like Offerman's mustache. Adopt kitties. Yeah, just, not, not just Ron Swanson. but I um, mean, there's a lot of cats out there that need home. Yep. And dogs. Yep. Uh, I could plug the Hollywood Huskies yep. that my nope, friend runs. Way. Adopt oh, yeah. pets. Yep. That's good for you. Yep. Adopt plenty, plenty, shop. plenty of animals out there that uh, if you like having an animal in your house and need a companion, they're there. But yeah, Hollywood Huskies, that's a great organization. Uh, Adam, what uh, what are we watching next time? Folks out there listening, if you're trying to be lost with us, please check out our next episode where we will be talking about season three, episode 11, oh. Enter 77, with our oh. centric character... Saeed. Oh, I love him. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, it's been a while. We need that. We, we gotta need some get, Gotta get some Saeed in our lives. So yeah, come check that out. And yeah, yeah, Patty, thank you. This was a blast. Thanks for having me. All right, well, thank you for tuning into this episode of Lost on Lost. I'm Adam. And I'm JP. Do you have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>